0: What about
1: today. they say a full collapse is already starting. Economists warned that the United States is facing the potential of a full collapse after the nation, either now or in the near future, defaults on its debt payments. This, according to economic watchers, will lead to severe and widely felt shocks. Now, this is a warning that was issued this week by the White House Council of Economic Advisers. A topic federal consultant body. The Council cautions that a U.S. government default will lead to 8 million job losses in one summer, a 6% drop in GDP. The stock market will drop 45% to 65% in the third quarter. The Council adds that even a brief interruption in payments will increase unemployment as the economy tumbles into a recession. Economists say that this is just the beginning and it is inevitable. You cannot keep living on this much debt, just as you or I cannot just infinitely rack up credit card debt, infinitely take out loans. Somebody is going to call for checks and balances at some point in time. And when you're as big as the U.S. government, that's the rest of the world, and we're starting to see that happen right now. We're seeing countries scared for what is going to happen to the United States dollar and what they're doing is they are leaving and going to other national currencies. What we're seeing is a abandonment of the USA. Now, the CEO of the company IBM is warning that current versions of publicly available artificial intelligence are set to wipe out huge swaths of jobs within a five-year period. This is his quote. I do believe, and I've said this before, that AI is going to replace many clerical white-collar jobs, and that's the kind which I expect AI to replace over the next five years. That's the CEO, Krishna, quoted in a warning. AI can take over a lot of these business activities, they say, so it's about cost avoidance, that's climb. And then the second part is as long as you have a growing business and you are transforming your business, You need different skills. So this allows you to reskill your workforce, not just to cut your workforce, which is, I guess, also equally important. Now, during an interview with Bloomberg, these uh, leaders have revealed in in anticipation that AI will replace 30% of all customer or non-customer facing jobs over a five-year period. IBM says that we have about 26,000 of those rules that will be replaced. We don't want our company to not grow, they said, so we grow. And as we grow, you would expect those jobs to uh, increase. A big part of what you are seeing will be a lack of what is to come. What they're trying to say is that AI is going to start replacing the workforce in every single company. Now, organizations are claiming that even what they have access to right now, the current versions will replace jobs that involve written communication, such as translation services and social media managers. It's going to replace anyone that you call at a 1-800 number. When asked what jobs can be uh, be replaced by AI broadly, the group behind ChatGPT said financial analysts, customer service representatives. There you're going to see a replacing of even teachers or teaching aspects. Some examples specifically, are transportation, manufacturing, and financial services, they reiterate again. Other industries that could be at risk include healthcare, in which AI can assist with diagnosing and treating patients It will reduce the need for some healthcare workers. Journalism, where AI can generate news articles and summaries that will have a potential impact on worldwide jobs. Now, a new Goldman Sachs report found that while about two-thirds of U.S. jobs are exposed to some degree of automation, companies are going to be swift to implement, basically cut out the costs where they can. Now those costs are going to be getting rid of you and me. What they're going to do is they're going to attempt to first retrain you. They're going to say, well, we don't need you in this position anymore. And then they're going to see if you're able to work as a better cog than somebody else in another position. If you win, you get to keep the job. And Joe gets to get uh, fired. If you don't, You'll lose your job entirely. They'll say it's just a better time to we separate right now, and Joe keeps the job. So you're going to see intense competition. You're going to see cutthroat styles of uh, job losses, and you're going to see people pushed into never-before-desperation. That's just one area of our economy. And then what happens with our wars? We will go to war with China over the Philippines, South Korea, Japan, and Taiwan. The United States has pledged openly now to protect the Philippine Coast Guard and their vessels from being, uh, that are being used to resupply unusual sea bases in the South China Sea. They say they will protect them under a U.S.-Philippines defense treaty. According to a State Department spokesperson, the United States of America stands with the Philippines in the face of the People's Republic of China. Their Coast Guards continued infringement upon freedom of navigation in the South China Sea. Now, what we have happening right now comes as Manila has announced plans to expand the number of bases in the Philippines that are used by U.S. forces. The statement was uh, was released by President Biden recently in a meeting with the Philippines President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. Now, in that meeting, They intended to bolster their ties, including potential expansions of military bases and relations as part of a US administrative strategy to seek closer alliance and basically counter aggression by China. This move by the USA and its military is seen as a response to the continued infringement uh, infringement of freedom of navigation in the South China Sea. Both Beijing and Manila as well as other countries, claim sovereignty over areas Manila and Beijing over the Spratly Islands, a group of eight islands and three reefs that are located in the southern part of the South China Sea. In a related development, We have an admiral of the Navy's Pacific Fleet saying recently that forces are preparing right now to assist the Philippines in countering all Chinese aggression and interference in any form of resupply of grounded naval ships that are used as bases by the Philippines in the Spratly Islands. Now, China's government claims that sovereignty exists. Over 90% of the South China Sea, a claim that was rejected in 2016 by an international tribunal court that sided with, instead, the Philippines. They stated that the second Thomas Shoal is within Manila's 200-mile exclusion economic zone. But despite this, Beijing continues to conduct their own form of aggressive maneuvering in the disputed region. Recently, the Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson said that this region, the second Thomas Shoal, which Beijing calls its uh, Rainai Reef, is Chinese territory, and only China's territory. They asserted that the Philippines Coast Guard vessel cannot operate in the area without Chinese consent or permission. They have closed in on vessels in the past, and they say they are prepared to fire on them in the future. According to recent military information releases, any attack that takes place on Philippine armed forces by China, their public vessels or aircraft in the Pacific, including in the South China Sea, will immediately invoke U.S. mutual defense commitments under this new treaty. The statement also notes the importance of maintaining peace and stability across the Taiwan Strait as an essential element of global security and global prosperity. Now, as you know, the, uh, Washington seeks to see a new partnership with the Philippines and with other countries as countering aggressive partnerships against China. Manila of the Philippines recently agreed to give the U.S. military access to four more of its own military bases under an enhanced defense cooperation agreement. The two sides are not disclosing what assets the USA will place there, but China and its military has said that any aggressive maneuvering by the USA in the region could be seen as an act of war. Then we flip over to Russia. It's being reported right now that Russian troops who dug trenches in the Chernobyl forest during their time in that area are currently stricken down by radiation sickness, this according to local authorities in the region. Some people within Russia are seeing this as a nuclear attack on the soldiers, since according to their own statements, these soldiers would not have been there if it were not for the war against the Ukrainians. The station, Chernobyl, as you know, exploded 37 years ago choked out the surrounding area with radioactive contaminants, and many Russians are being warned against setting up their camps in that forest region. But war necessitates sacrifice, as they say. And the Russians are reported to have installed themselves in the forest, carving out trenches and hunting local animals. They said in some cases, the individuals were so sick that they were leaving their kills on the roads. At that time, reactor number four at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant exploded. Very recently in history, April 26, 1986, in what is commonly referred to as the world's worst civil nuclear incident. That is to say that uh, you know the U.S. and its own nuclear use and Fukushima over in Japan are also very serious nuclear incidents. I want people to really understand that when you look at a nuclear disaster. You're not looking at it in terms of your lifetime. Something like Fukushima, the plutonium and the different uh, characteristics of the elements that were created and exist there in that disaster, there's a 40,000-year half-life in some cases. You have decades and decades of existence in choking out the life of other creatures. They're pouring this radiation into the ocean so that it contaminates the world. And we have people who don't even understand these logistics booning for nuclear power all across the country and across the world they don't care that the u.s is building nuclear power plants across fault lines they don't care that other countries are uh, using nuclear assets in ways that could uh give propensity to accidents they just don't even understand because people are so shallow in some cases and so greedy but they just want the quickest fix right now and damn future generations to hell. In Chernobyl, scores of people died. The USSR collapsed less than six years later. The city of Pripyat uh, and the 30 kilometer exclusion zone surrounding it were empty. The cleanup was scheduled to end in 2065. You can start to see how long a nuclear disaster actually exists for now. Cleanup will continue. Till 2065, and that is if their sarcophagus or if there are other things that they are trying to implement in reaction to this disaster, don't crack the spill and lead to new releases and new disasters. In mean, the years after the incident itself, teams of men were sent into the area to dig up the contaminated topsoil and then bury it below the ground in the red forest. The red forest named after the color of the trees as it turned color as a result of the catastrophe. Now, that's according to local reports. On the 24th of February, 2022, we saw Russian forces cross into the Chernobyl region from Belarus. There, they remained for weeks and in some cases remain today. The Russian president said that men reportedly had set up camp within a six-mile radius of the reactor. Now, on April 1st, as Ukrainian troops mounted counterattacks just around a month ago from Ukraine, the last of those regions' occupiers, except for a couple of pockets of military service people, abandoned the area. They left behind campsites and rubbish. We're seeing reports now from diplomats confirming that Russian soldiers that were stationed in the forest have since been stricken down with radiation sickness. Now you can have symptoms start within an hour of exposure, depending on how many REN you take. You can have symptoms that come on weeks, maybe even months later. Oftentimes, you can have death as a result. This just goes to show you that as humans fight the wars of politicians and the wars of kings and queens, so to say, those people who are giving the orders and giving the directions care nothing for your future. They don't care whether you live or die, literally, because they're sending you off to your potential death. They don't care whether your children grow up without a parent. They don't care whether your entire bloodline stops as long as they get their need. Now, we're going to have a day of reckoning at some point in the future, but they are going to work very hard to continue to divide the people of our planet. What they want is Republicans versus Democrats. What they want is Americans versus Chinese. They want you to hate the Russians, and they want the Russians to hate you. They want you to think that every Middle Eastern person is dangerous, They want you to think that people all over the world who aren't like you and who don't look like you or think like you are an absolute danger to your future. The danger to your future is their plans. And the more people can wake up to this and the more that we can start to realize that this is their plan to keep you divided, keep you fighting, send you off to your death so that they can sit in their ivory towers and they continue to eat their Wagyu beef and they can continue to tell you that beef is bad for you Don't eat it. These cows are polluting the planet. They're sitting there eating $2,000 meals. The best organics, no pesticide touching their food. They're feeding you poison. You start to see that the division is really between what I call the haves and have-nots, but it's a whole other degree. It's not just the haves. It's the people who have the haves. It's the people who are way at the top of that. Versus literally everyone else. Because you might be a millionaire. You could be watching this show in a millionaire. You could be sitting pretty and think, well, I never have to think about a bill. I can write a check for a car without looking at my checking account. I can do all of these things. And you would still pale in your comparison to the people who have the haves. You will never be anything like them. And oftentimes that's for the betterment of your future, because if you look at the debauchery that takes place there, the the sickness and illnesses that run their lives, they don't let you get into politics without using your vices against you. And so we start to see their plan open like a book. I want you and your family to get just as ready as you can, and that's the mission statement of this channel and this community. Like I said recently, we are going to begin opening a Discord channel for all of our Patreon members, and that's a place that we want to be able to talk outside of YouTube, keep it open 24 hours a day. We have to implement some sort of moderation and do some things there, which we're working out the kinks in right now. We hope to have it ready to go by the 1st of June. If that's something that interests you, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash survival. It's only going to be for the tier who also gets the uh, survival cards that we mail out every single month in the mail with a newsletter uh, just because we're gonna to have to pay people to moderate the channels stay basically active or people in other time zones so that while uh, you know the eastern times are sleeping other people are awake just in case they need to take care of something or to alert people to new things that are happening most of all work with your own community. If you have people in your area that might be your family, your friends, your uh, co-workers, in some cases, if there's a great level of trust there, work to build trust groups. The only way that you can do that is to verify that trust. That's the old saying, trust but verify. That means that if uh, somebody says, you know, we're brothers, we're sisters, we're, we're like blood, you're, you're more family to me than anyone else. Well, you better verify that by calling on them to do something for you. And I don't mean something medial. I don't mean something that just means nothing. Say, hey, will you come help me with my garden? You know, I really need the help. You know, I'm sore. I want to get more work done. And I'll share some of the food with you. They come and help you. If they don't, that goes on a tick of the, uh, you know, didn't come to my aid. And then maybe you go out of town you need them to pet sit. Didn't? Oh, well, it looks like aren't closer than family or if this is how they treat their people are closer than family, you definitely don't want to rely on them in a long duration emergency. So start verifying those people around you right now and build a great community like we have here. If you have questions, leave them down in the comment box. If you have answers to help people, leave that with an answer to a question. From my family to yours, please stay safe and keep watch. This week's Full Spectrum News is brought to us by each one of you all of our members on Patreon. Make sure you check out contingencymedical.com and use the code FSS10 for a discount on real antibiotics like amoxicillin, azithromycin, doxycycline, and some others. They're tailor-made for you. Check out nutrientsurvival.com forward slash FSS if you're looking for meals that are ready to eat that taste great and they keep the nutrients in, if you're looking for diet resetting plans and long-term food. See if it's right for you and use the code FSS15 to get a 15% discount there. I get no commission. That discount's just yours. Please, everyone, talk with the people that you love, the people you care for. Maybe put a little extra away for some people that you think might come around to reality in the near future and stay safe.
2: All right, we're going to be streaming Your World by Mr. Harvey, talking about this uh, pink parasite racist, Richard Dryfish. I ain't going to pronounce his name correctly, he doesn't deserve any respect, he's an anti-black racist, so fuck him, fuck the flat and flabby anus he fell from.
0: Go ahead, Harvey. I keep telling y'all, every week every week there's a story where racism or somebody's racism is shown physically or really it's shown rich drive now anybody a particular age know richard drive um he played in the movie american degree before i think george lucas directed that it was with the late cindy williams brought out harrison ford Suzanne Summers, I get the other guy wearing glasses. He was in the Untouchables. He was an episode of Brady Bunch. I can't think of his name. Oliver. Anyway, um, there have been other movies that were traveling Jobs, Down and Out of Beverly Hills, Out. you name it. But at some point around the 2000s, you start seeing less and less of Because a lot of times these actors age out or they through the semi retirement, but he just ain't getting the calls like he used to. Then, every now and then you hear Rich Drivers pop up, he might be doing a place somewhere, or he might do a little spot movie, or it might do a little voice acting. Last week, he was on the View Hawkins, some type of book, talking about one of the hard Bowl tribes. Now, I didn't watch y'all you know, I only talk about sweet water, you know, because of the movie. We hear me talking about a book or something producer. well. And, and, and I, I wake up this morning and I see an article about Richard Dragon's fiction alone about diversity. And he went to use blackface in like What, huh? I'm like, this dude's defending blackface, talking about he had issues with diversity and everything. And what he said sounds a lot like was being reported back during the Oscars about some well-known actor slamming the diversity, the diversity. And I think this is him. Y'all remember back when the Oscars were on they were just talking about Will Smith. They was also talking about diversity and stuff. They said some well-known celebrity, a few, uh, said something about about the he's on a board and everything. Well, I think it's Richard Dreyfus that said. Now the thing is, Richard Dreyfus. It's Jewish and he's waxing nostalgic about why can't I play a black man? Why can't I be a black face stuff like that. And this goes back to what I have been saying and many others have been saying the last few months or the last few years on, on the new black media, that those who claim to be the biggest victims of the world, are usually always the ones in the middle. So. now I want to be somebody Jewish and say like, that's the truth, but it is. Here is, and you know, there's a lot of Jewish entertainers, politicians, entrepreneurs, always saying something about the black community. When they want to just slam something, put out black folk. Now here it is. Y'all, last year, y'all saw, a lot of people saw how they put out the black folk and how they get how they the critical out of them up. Well, Ari Emanuel said, we don't care if Kanye West and mental issues not. We got to do something about here. People respond in a certain way. And even those in the black people who don't like Kanye was this misdirected anger, I had told you I said one time, friend, I that, we talk about mental health issues, when we get to a black person, oh, all the rules about, i I said, y'all know when Kanye is silent, they be trying to poke at him until they get a response. Like right now, Kanye's sight. That makes it back on his knees. And I told y'all that you need, need somebody that's gonna support him and got his back, not vultures. When Kanye reacted to what he, he was partnering with and those people have to be Jewish identified. And then when Kylie Ernie came out, the ADL, they started talking shit. Then you had, then you then you, then you, then you had, then you had who Jewish, Hollywood loved until, until he got too big. He started spending his money on certain things and, say, and calling out hypocrisies. And he became an anti semite Then you had writers come out through various newspapers and magazines, started saying the black kid is anti-Semitic. But when you look at all the, 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 the back and forth, when he started, where he originated somebody who's Jewish identified, now, of course, I'm not talking about the old community, but there are men and women in the Jewish community that have called out other Jewish identified people for their hypocrisy. I ain't heard now, this is, them. Let's just keep it real. Ben Stein, Bill Maher, Ari Emanuel, and many others have been seeing all kinds of shit, lately. Like, and now here come Richard Dreyfus. And now they going to say, oh, he's an old man. Stop that shit. Yes, he's 75 years old, but this is who he always been. Do the math. Richard Dreyfus was in his early 20s at a time of the King's assassination. That means he was a teenager in the, in the early 60s. When King this hyper civil rights movement, you just don't. You, you, I mean, it was always there. It just that it wasn't popular to be to say what they say out loud because there were people like Malcolm X and many other well-known black folk were not right about how we how we interact. With. You ask nostalgia about blackface. Wow, tell me what black is going around. And making fun of Jewish folks or playing to the worst stereotypes of Jewish people—it doesn't exist. He's mad about because of diversity. So, so you mad because of people in a particular group or groups are tired of being mocked and disrespected in the media? No other group can compare what Black people have had to experience—not just in the United States, but across the world. Blackface is a very sensitive thing to us. And yes, there's various forms of it in, in, in my opinion. When you have a white character talking talk about black people, does everything know how many, a white person talk about a black person? They know black boys, they go, you know, talk about dudes. You know, and again, remember when rap was starting to get popular and people was on, in rap and they still doing that old 1980s pose, you know, the arms wrapped around like, huh? That 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 you know you know what I'm talking about, that that's that rap stamps and stuff. And then when people talk about the community, they talk about as if there black people all poor and yes to it, that we grew up in a parentless household and whatnot, we know it's not to be true. But yet you always find somebody from their community always saying throwing shade at the black community, and then when you call them out, oh you guys must be
1: anti-semite anti-Semitic. So let me get this straight. You can say well, whatever the fuck you want to say about our community. You can change the stereotype. You can spread lies. You
0: can help push policies that just grind out us under. But you get some old hats being locked up there as active out here want to talk about diversity. Oh, you should force diversity on people. See, what I keep putting, another go back what I would say. Let's go back to what Malcolm was saying back in the day. Or or Kali Muhammad, and this very kind of them said, do oh, you know, they told y'all those cats were anti Semites. Even though I got issues with Oprah, they even called Oprah and Dr. King anti Semitic. Anytime black we try to push back against their narrative, we get caught anti Semitic. Because no one will shut us out. They are going want to hear what we got to say. But I'm reading the articles, and a lot of people say, yo, I am going to read you Don't pull that old man shit. Because it's funny how everybody, when they get old, they go hate. They don't go love. They go hate. When you, when, when you know, when somebody have a breakdown, they go hate. They don't go love. I mean, I want to read, read this to, this to y'all. Because I, I want y'all to read this, read this and bear with me. Richie drivers book over Scott Bizarre take on Blackface. Oscar winner willing really actor, Richie Drive is getting roasted on social media after offering defense of blackface. That means that he may never get to play a black man and say diversity does make him want to puke. He wants to play a black man. Wow. Okay. Fire line host, host Margaret X drives about new stands in films on consideration of the best picture Oscar let them meet certain benchmarks for diversity and inclusion among cast or crew. They make me vomit, he said, called filth and art. You said, no one should be telling me as an artist I've give you to the latest, most current idea of morality is. And what are we risking? Are we really risking her feelings? You can't yeah. let him think that. You have to let life be life. Well, it's funny how they can sit there and say shit after they, they use black folks and the whipping boys while they sew up. They say, we're working together. We're work behind the scenes. And they used us, see, this is why we need to talk about history. This is why they don't want to talk about, about history in the schools or in the Ohio, things of work. This is why they want to be dismissive of institutionalized racism. Because a lot of these people keep claiming that Hitler was the worst, a lot of them act like Hitler. They want to troll books that people read. They want to kill people. What happened, Marvin? And it's sorry about that. But let me see. Let me read, let me read this. Drive this. The star of Jaws and About Bob. They talk about movies he did years ago. One About Bob came out when I was in grammar school. Jaws came out when I was oh, a baby. Still, still um, drinking Simulac. Okay? Let's just keep it fucking real. Okay? When he interfered, he not only defended Blackface, but complained he can't act in Blackface. This is a Jewish dude. He ain't the first Jewish dude to get out here and wear blackface to defend you. know, Lawrence little was the last white actor to our fellow, and he did it in 1965, and he did it in blackface. And he played a black man, Really, he said. I'm being told I would never have a chance to play a black man. Wow, man. is one of the category of best actor for his world well, in 1977. Good Bob girl called it patronizing. Are we crazy? He said. Do we know an art?
2: The art is art? No, art is not art. What it's depicted. Let me me play this clip. This is an art form.
3: It's also a a form of commerce and it makes money. But it's an art and no one should be telling me as an artist that I have to give in to the latest, most current idea of what morality is. I and mean, what are we risking? Are we really risking hurting people's feelings? Sounds like a goddamn You can't legislate
0: Yeah y'all saw Margaret Hoover's face. You saw you saw her face. Yeah y'all know Margaret Hoover if she's I guess the great great granddaughter of Presley Hoover. But but
3: Telling me as an artist that I have to give in to the latest, most current idea of what morality is and what are we risking? Are we really risking hurting people's feelings? You can't legislate that and you have to let life be life and i'm sorry i don't think that there's a minority or a majority in the country that has to be catered to like that yeah. you know laurence olivier but they catered your the jewish, Max the ball to your jewish minstrel show and he did it in 1965 and he did it in blackface and he played a black man. Brilliantly. Shut the fuck up. Am I being told that I will never have a chance to play? No, a you black won't, because you're gonna die soon, you old dry pink Is someone else being shit? told that if they're not bad. Jewish, they shouldn't no, play as much? No, it's someone
2: else. Mm-hmm. Are we crazy? He made his face black. Do we yes. not
3: know that art is art?
2: Ain't black, nah, hell. This hard. is it's
3: so expensive. patronizing. It's so it's so thoughtless and and treating people like children.
0: Do you think there's a difference between the question of representation and who is allowed to represent other groups? For example, as you said, somebody representing the merchant of Venice. And the case of blackface explicitly in this country, given the history of slavery and the sensitivities around black racism. Do you think there's a, a difference between those?
3: There shouldn't be.
0: pay Oh yeah, all heard it go pay a Jew in a friend. Man, Let me play know, a Jew that just said, likes to eat lobster. Let's see how that goes on. i play a
2: white Jew that loves to eat y'all lobster. Y'all they can't eat shellfish. I, I know plenty of Jews CBS that I've seen a, a few Jews speak. up in Red Lobster see, eating a lobster.
0: And, and, and it's not just me, there have been other black men and women, even children with nose. Now the thing I'm is, when any of them come out, we're, we're tired convenient. of this shit. We're always we are so tired of this shit. All of you come out to hear him,
2: tired of this double
0: standard. black fucker don't get? Was tapped me as a few months back. Now you see why I fought they come out for not having bigger, more efficient right. ovens. Six million oven wasn't enough. Politicians just
2: for the last would nearly win. Look,
0: That's just a drop in the, five, the, the, five, the eight, hey, nine months Hey, so, was on and, and, the song. And, 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 too and, bad he got hooked on them benzos and, 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 and he, he could have finished the first job. Races. Yeah. Now you see these public services now with so the little box and blue box, box talk about the Jewish thing. Look, I'm not going to say anti-symptoms don't exist, but it ain't where y'all think it is. Nobody's calling out the Jewish community. Y'all can sit back and call out the shit that we do as black folk. A lot of it is over-exaggerated, a lot of it is why. Black folk don't control me. There's no black actor or, or any Because Zach is saying the shit that Jamie Curtis and Bill Maher, Richard Drive, Ben Stein, and so many of these celebrities or politicians or big business people have said over the years that, that we can never match. We don't go that. Yeah, they're like, this is some of something take it out of context. And I tell anybody who's outside of our community, oh, let's go look out for that speech and listen to this in an time. Cause y'all been lying about certain people in the media and certain people within you want in your organizations. And I'm not putting on a kick for Mr. Farrakhan for anybody go there, but you think about all the black folks, we have challenged power. And these are oh, supposed allies. They turn, I'm telling y'all, 1966, that's a big turn on the black community. You go out there and you march, you work behind the scenes because they, they, they use their whiteness. See, this is why when Woody Goldberg was talking about Hitler last year, they, was, they were trying to decide, make Woody Goldberg interesting, or not, because we don't have that conversation about whiteness. Because all they got to do is go change the name or lose. they live in an area that have a a, a predominant accent or a a, a certain way of dressing. They can lose that. There are a lot of Jewish producers, directors, and people board these companies are Jewish. And when remember doing this, the Me Too movement, they made sure, they made sure they pinned it and they made black men, black men with the the, the, uh, perverse, that we was the danger in Hollywood. Look how last week, old girl been brought up, and put out about she was seeing hugging, class. Harvey Weinstein, when that stuff got brought back up in the early uh, 2010s? And shit, what did Weinstein He said you only mess with the wrong dance because it's Jewish. Jewish, not because the dude was 47 years old and had and, and, and had anal sex with a little girl. He had all sex with a little girl. That, that's not what we're going to focus on. But because now she said, He ain't nothing to see again. See She's been seeing it off and on, depending on which way the wind was blowing. Last move, man. Ain't nothing Jewish identified. You. What he do to Jerry Jackson? You, you see where I'm going with this. I know somebody's going to say, Oh, man, you're going to know everything on the Jewish community, No, I'm not. I'm saying there's certain people. In their community that, that endorsed within racism. Those Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff, those cartoons, Max Fleischer and them back in the day, those people were Jewish animators and, 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 and writers and shit, comic artists, writers and, 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 and artists. They depicted some of us in the most stereotypical hateful way. They said, Oh, that's the sign of the time. Tell I me in the black newspaper where well, they had black cartoons and black comic books where well, they depicted anybody like those things. Should have. He is wrapped these still hands and wrapped out these brothers and sisters. You go out here and you say those vile, vulgar things. You out there sexualize yourself. That's what's set up. And then the moment somebody in the community said, yo, that's not right, they say, don't let them tell you freedom of expression, freedom of speech. But let them black rap even look like they about to go get that subject. And Let me say this again to the Jewish community. You guys see just a few months ago a certain numbers in the Jewish community, whether the media did. And you saw how it vilified us. Now here it is, white supremacy is a problem. But you ain't talking about white supremacy. Y'all going to put this back on us. Because y'all want to be seen, y'all want to be seen as white, the only white and Jewish who is be. Y'all talk every, every week, you hear something about the Holocaust. Every week, hear something about that. gas. again about that. problem with that, but they say never again. The same people say never again. They're anticipating disrespecting us and telling our people we need to get over something. Richard Drive is the end black blackface. He's mad because people demand man, well, Remember, Bill Maurer's bitching about this. The very people that keep talking about what hitting the to their people. Or a certain segment of his people. Because everybody Jewish was an turn. You had people Jewish all scattered around the globe, and everybody's Jewish named white. But Richard Dreyfus is a Jewish dude. White dude. Yeah, he got the glasses going like the old man, you know, that look Does take the fuckers off, tell him to look like he's an old man, fuck that. Remember, Al Joseph, they was Jewish dudes. Money, money. They was doing all that shit. They think that that'll affect how, how to the day how we see ourselves. I mean, this dude is mad because he born in 1967. something. that's why he, 1960 people said, no, that ain't right. I already saw a package store in Bellow. You didn't know do that black You can do that before you do that role. It's supposed to be written as a black character. I have no problem with somebody doing something like that. You know, a story story. somebody reading it, and they're going to say, we're going to play a fellow Because I've seen white actors play it before. Hell, I didn't know Uncle was black until, until the late 90s. These same people trip on people disrespecting them. But they turn around and disrespect others. But they always go to black folk. They don't talk about other dudes. They always go back to black folk. Oh, did I do that we, everybody's but the boy. And nobody, none of us, and others, why is they always you mention us? Why is it that people they quick to say, Somebody's anti-Semite, but no one wanna talk about the racism that they gave you. I mean, it, it just it killed. They were a proper slave trade. Yo, don't you don't want to talk about that. They've been a part of these hate groups that went into towns and, and killed black folk. You don't want to talk about that. They were the store owners and landlords, they, they had these stores all the time, they were all went into the 70s. Some of you in the 80s. They wouldn't want to own buildings or homes and, and get our people wrong redlining, blockbuster and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we can talk about other groups. The, 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 they, uh, they play a big part in a lot of the trouble we have. And they still do to this day. Now, as I said before, I'm not talking about the to Jewish community. No, two. Oh, just too. But you got to, we got, got to call out. This bullshit, the lies, these politicians, celebrities,
3: these people in business right? who are Jewish and you know, unified, say about us.
0: So. And then yeah. people turn around like, oh, they misspoke, or they're a certain age, or they don't get it, or they stuck in the past, or they're proud of their time. Oh, no, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. This motherfucker a black face. He's mad because I won't get the to pay. I found him. I would get to play a black guy. What black guy do you want to play so bad, Rich Dragons? Seriously. What what do you want, what black character do you want to play?
2: That motherfucker gonna be dead soon. We ain't gonna have to listen to this motherfucker much longer. <sighs>
0: fuck him and fuck the Jews. Yeah, I and said. When black it. folks I myself say, yo, race is still just country. No, you gotta be better rage car. You get a rage car, you do two Every week, every week, somebody's doing something to us physically. Somebody says something to us verbally, Somebody doing something to us mentally. And I'm telling you right now, it's high time we start calling out these BS. What it is is that, you know, we don't want, don't want diversity. We talk about diversity is that there's certain roles that you don't want some black folk in. That's what it is. You don't want to see, 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 because when he when he, mentioned, you know, he mentioned black, his issues are with black folk. and black folks stop being afraid, call out, stop being afraid they are gonna get anti semites. They already been yelling doing that. That's the way of trying to shut us up. Not one of us in New black City is having anything against this this group We've never seen anything. They they want to destroy us. <laughs> take their money, take them away from being able to live. Paint them as the worst of the worst. Know if they drop their wanna kick them with us, but they don't do it no best. The people actually want to wipe them off the planet. That's why I hope Iran does wipe them off the they planet. They project a lot of that shit on us. Just like these other groups, they want to be they want to be a part of white supremacy until white supremacy turn on that. But This dude. Is waxing nostalgic about blackface. I want to see these entertaining shows and call us shot. What am I a eh? Cause when Carolyn Bryant got half of them mention Karen Bryant got. But my thing is that why aren't we calling out these men and women who are as Jewish or members of the Jewish community who's not putting, putting their people in check like they want to put us in check? And why is not organization NWCP, these other groups, not doing what all these other groups are doing? Why is the Southern problem? Southern, Southern problem so is The
2: ACP ain't nothing
0: but Black Southern. They're not even no FBA anymore. Oh, why, why I've never see these other people call out their racism, their anti-black stance. Like but when y'all go back with that could Barnum, look at like, the fuck is he saying? Oh! <laughs> I just What? y'all keep telling y'all keep saying that black folks are paranoid. We ain't paranoid. This is a, this is this is going on for too many
2: years, and it's gonna stop. It's gonna stop. Goddamn Jews. What up, dope? Black family. Hey, Zanini here. Hey. About to drop this uh, segment from the prepper. Of course, you know, all these titles is pretty much clickbait, but it's uh, 18 minutes, 22 and seconds. And uh, then we're going to go and do uh, the Geek Underground.
1: Killed your future, and a lot of people are getting heated about it. This is the future of your children. We are living in a dystopian world right now. We have current iterations of AI that can, within the next six months to two years, wipe out 40% of the American workforce. That means every single customer service job is at risk. Every skilled trade will see less business because common problems can be self-identified by a citizen sitting at their computer inside of their home without calling someone who has a skilled trade like a plumber or an electrician. And because of that, we will see skilled trade be forced to raise their prices as the number of calls lessen in order for those individuals to make their own own ends meet. Corporations around the world are already laying off and ceasing the hiring for all AI-compatible workforce positions, and this is literally just the beginning. We, America, as a capitalist nation, are literally betting the entire future on the developmental scaling of an infant. AI 2.0 will be leaps and bounds worse than what we are seeing right now in terms of human replacing capabilities. And so what is a country to do? Well, we will see the USA be forced to use some form of universal basic income. It's already rolling out in tax paid uh, states uh, in areas like California and other states where a person's bills will be based on their usage, plus their current income bracket. And then the big universal basic income drop will come down the line. But then we have to think after this supposed utopia takes place, what happens next? Utopias will not last forever. And the next stage will always be forced work through a uh, communist like structure. And then what happens? You don't want to conform? Well, then you don't deserve the benefits. Let's see how well this type of lifestyle is working out in China with the following story. One in five young people in different large Chinese citizens are out of work. Now China's government is demanding that they return to work in forced labor in the fields. China's youth unemployment crisis (coughs) has reached an uh, unrecognizable alarming level. The jobless rate among 16 to 24 year olds in urban areas has soared to 20%. This is almost the highest on record. A record number of 11.6 million college students set to graduate this year are already moving into a crowded jobless market. To address this problem, the country's richest provinces and others following suit have announced a controversial plan to send hundreds of thousands of unemployed youth into the countryside for forced labor work for three years. This move is condemned on social media, but experts have pointed out that this uh, policy echoes the down to the countryside movement that was launched by Mao in the 1950s, in which tens of millions of urban youth were sent to rural areas. This was dubbed China's lost generation. Others argue that this policy mitigates the risk of social unrest caused by disaffected youth in urban areas. And that's a little bit of echo chamber to what we see in the USA, where people are looking at the youth and saying they just don't want to work. Well, it's happening in China too. The surge in unemployment is largely due to a worldwide global economic slowdown. This has been exacerbated by the government's now defunct draconian policies for COVID and pandemic preparation as well as their regulatory crackdowns on the private sector, which provided more than 80% of jobs in the country. In response to what we see happening, we have a description of disillusioned youth who reject the hustle culture for simpler lives. Basically, the people around the world are, you know, they've taken away the uh, the allure of get rich, get a Ferrari, get a million dollar house, become a millionaire, get your mansion. That allure, everybody knows that that, unreachable dream, except under extreme cases of lottery or massive amounts of debt, that just went away. And the people who used to dangle that carrot in front of the donkey, that's you and me, we're the hee-haw, they used to dangle that carrot in front of us to get us to keep slaving away 30% of our lives for them. We don't want the carrot anymore. And so people start saying, well, maybe I'll just live in a tiny house. Maybe I'll just get a rural piece of land where no one's around me." Maybe I'll live in my car. Maybe I'll bunk with other people. Maybe I'll rent share. Maybe I'll live with the parents. Maybe we'll multi-generation family housing. And because of that, that dangle, that carrot no longer matters. And the people in power that used to hold it are freaking out. It's not just happening in China or in America. This is happening all over the world. Nobody has that, oh, I want to be a millionaire. I want to get that mansion, or the vast majority have lost that illusion. In fact, authorities in multiple countries, including China, are banning, and publici- uh, banning the publishing of articles that have criticized the youth for being too picky about their jobs. They said that people need to put aside their pride and get to manual labor now. Articles are drawing even more hate from unemployed individuals who blame authorities across the world for failing to create enough jobs that give them the allowance of the promise they were expecting. Look at what's happened in U.S. college for the first time in history. More than half of the people in the country believe that college is not worth it. For decades, we sent our children as a reaction, not even thinking about it, off to get really dumb degrees. You will not be guaranteed one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year because you got your BA in, in marketing. You will not be guaranteed anything because you went and sat in a classroom you will be guaranteed work if you have a skilled trade and you're personable, you have good customer service and you can actually get out there and do it in a market that isn't oversaturated with other people doing the exact same thing. But they kept the people disillusioned. They kept the people lied to racking up credit card debt, getting new cars, living in houses they can't afford and it's falling apart. And they're looking around like, What happened? The politicians and the the corporate leaders, they're like, oh, my gosh, no one wants to work when what they mean is no one wants to live the life that we've uh, laid out for them. Experts say that these affected generations are going to foment unrest. They say that what lies in the future for America, for China, for the whole world is a retaking of the people. Now, that's something that's scary to governments and scary to militaries, because at one point in time, just like in Syria, just like in Egypt, just like in Israel, just like in multiple other countries around the world, the government of America even, of China, of other nations, at one point in time, that government is going to be forced with the decision, do we turn our military on our people? What happens next is a truly, disastrous outcome. But they're, allow, they're allowing to this to happen. Look at credit card debt. In the USA, it has, except for on paper, passed one trillion dollars. The average interest rate on that debt is 24.24%. I went ahead and used ChatGPT and AI to get this figure for you. I asked it what that's going to cost the people. It told me, Assuming the minimum payment is 2% of the balance and that no additional charges or fees are added to the debt, it would take approximately 480 months or 40 years to pay off the entire $1 trillion debt by making only minimal payments. ChatGPT says that using a credit card minimum payment calculator, we can estimate that the minimum monthly payment for a $1 trillion debt at 24% interest would be approximately $20.4 billion per month. Over the course of 480 months, consumers will end up paying back approximately $9.8 trillion, which is almost 10 times the original debt amount. This is due, according to this artificially intelligent economist, the effect of compound interest, which it explains means the interest rate is charged on the outstanding balance every month, increasing the total amount owed over time. So there we have it. Even a computer knows that we are living in a scam. Four out of 10 people across the USA are said to be cutting back on groceries just to buy the necessities that they need in their house. That's according to MarketWatch. Tyson Foods is eliminating 10% of its corporate jobs, 15% of its senior leadership roles. The senior chief executive told employees recently that the layoffs are the latest in a cost-cutting move for the largest U.S. meat company. They say that sales are dropping profits are declining. The company will be struggling to improve its outlook. Now discussions with the mostly affected employees are stated to take place over the next couple of weeks. And they're saying in a memo that was released to employees seen by Reuters, quote, we will drive efficiency by focusing on fewer initiatives with greater intensity and removing the duplication of work. Let me reiterate that for you for what they mean. We will use AI. And we will make you work harder for less money. Now let's blend that back into what the uh, leadership said. We will drive efficiency by focusing on fewer initiatives with greater intensity and removing the duplication of work. Thousands and thousands of employees will be cut. This isn't a single company's problem. This is a problem across the world. Meat plants, warehouses, corporate and non-corporate jobs. Regulatory filings show that this is just the beginning. What they're trying to do is still look for blame. And in their positioning of blame, they are trying to place that blame on you. Now, as we look at what's happening all across the world, we can see that China is going to go to war with Taiwan and the USA will be forced to come to its aid. The USA and NATO will continue to back Ukraine against Russia. We are torn apart. The USA has already given the green light to Israel to attack Iran on its own, with or without the assistance or the allowance of the USA. This is happening because the USA strategically understands that it has no way of fighting three wars at one time. We have been tricked by China in collusion with Russia to give years worth of ammunition and weapons to Ukraine. We have been tricked, let me say it again, by China and Russia to give years worth of US weapons that were meant to keep your family safe, your economy stable to another country to fight a misguided war. Because of that, we have leaders of Raytheon and other uh, corporations <clears throat> excuse me, that work in the military-industrial complex, they are all saying it will take 15 years to make back what we have given out in just one or two. So as China moves on Taiwan, the USA is at a complete disadvantage. And look at what's happening. In a single 12-hour period over the past few days, we watched a live stream unfold of 38 Chinese warplanes, six People's uh, Liberation Army vessels. These were detected running military operations around Taiwan. The Taiwanese defense ministry said this is a daily event. The bank of Japan said that they are anticipating to see sustainable price increases that will be accompanied by wage decreases over the next couple of years. Country after country after country is saying that you will make less money the money you do make will go less toward the market. Prices will remain inflated. You have no corporation in the world who will ever take less. That's the great thing about capitalism and the terrible thing about corrupt capitalism. They have a never ending flow chart or a never ending trend, excuse me, of growth. And if you're not growing, you're failing, there's no gray area here. You're either growing or failing. And so as soon as they stop growing, that means every year they want you to work harder. They want your money to be worth less so that it buys more goods. They want you to have to work harder. They are so happy right now. Remember the Federal Reserve two years ago said that it was a great thing that people were getting back to work after COVID. It was an even greater thing that they had to get two jobs to make ends meet. Everybody loved it. Then they said inflation was running out of control, but it was only going to be temporary. It's going to be transient. And then they said we were going to get right back to the 2% inflation. Prices are going to go back down, no problem. But look at where we're at today. You can go to a store and you can get out two plastic bags worth of food, and you can spend $100. Me and Kelly went to the store recently to stock up on some freezer goods and some staple goods. And we saw one piece of meat, not a great piece of meat. One about this big cost $150. There is no meat in the world. In my opinion, that is worth that many work hours of your life. And that's how we need to start thinking about this. What are you doing in your return of your investment? If you work at a job, You're investing your life in a position away from your family and your future, but it's for your family and your future. And so the return on your investment is to get money to have stability and structure in the future for your family, but they've diverted that easy turnaround. And so now you're working away from your family longer, more than ever. And they've made it very hard to create a future with that money that you're working. So, what are we doing to get a return on our investment? Well, you have to work harder and smarter than they are. You have to think about things that would maybe be uncomfortable in times past. Extra jobs that maybe go towards something in particular, reducing your Joneses or keeping up with the Joneses. Less movies, less eating out, less putting things on a credit card. There's just so many different things, but our brothers and sisters out here are having such a hard time that we can't help but be filled with the empathy for how bad things are for some people. It used to be you'd look at a bum, 50% of the population would say, well, he needs to get to work. He's just an alcoholic and a drunk. And now you see a bum, a person on the side of the road, a houseless individual, and there's a good chance that he was a great member of society less than a year ago. And because of circumstances that they have allowed to take place, he lost his house, lost his car, lost his family. Maybe now he got into alcohol or drugs because he lost his way. And so we need empathy toward how bad things are really going to get for our brothers and sisters. And we have to stay together in that direction. If you see somebody on hard times, maybe give them an idea. Hey, let's can food together. I want to teach you how to do it. Uh, you know, come with me to the big box store. I want to show you. You know what I can get for three hundred dollars. Uh, you know, come with me to uh, you know go camping, go hunting, teach them these things. That's the position that we can put ourselves in as preppers, survivalists, homesteaders. That's what we can do to help other people. It's that time right now. I want to thank you for joining us here today and every day to bring you headlines from America and from around the world. The things that matter to you in our community. Please stay safe, remain vigilant and keep watch. This week's full spectrum news is brought to us by you.